Bags down, spikes on, welcome to the track. Hi, my name is Colin Waitzman, and I'm going to be your host for this episode of Track World News, presented by Track Barn. And today we have a very special guest joining us, uh, our first coming out of college national champion that is going to be joining us today. He is now a two-time champion, winning first in 2019. He is also your U18 world champion back in 2015, coming in with a PR in the shot put of 21.74 meters. Uh, Trip Pippery. Uh, Trip, thanks for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. Before we go any further, I want to give a huge shout out to the sponsor of today's video, Manscaped. As track athletes, we're going to be running tons of miles every week and can be really sweaty and gross after a hard day of practice, but those days are behind us. Manscaped just sent me their brand new performance package, which comes with the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Look, I've tried a lot of razors in my day, but the Lawnmower 4.0 is just different. Its ceramic blade helps reduce grooming accidents, LED light allows you to shave anytime, anywhere, and since it's waterproof, you can even take it in the shower if you want. When shopping with Manscaped, use code TWN at checkout to get 20% off your entire order, plus free shipping worldwide. Show up to your next meet looking good. If you want to be the best, you got to look the best. Link is in the description. And now back to the video. Thanks for having me, man. Of course, of course. I know we've been looking to do this for some time now, so excited to, to get things rolling for you. Uh, before we get to some of the the on the track stuff, uh, we got got some some questions for you off the track. And so yeah. um, one of my favorite series, and I'm glad we got some good, good content here. I'm, I, I looked back at some of your old tweets and I got some questions for you. Not, nothing too crazy, but I want some answers for, for what, what was going on in these Twitter back in the day. Uh, so first, this was May 11th, 2016. You tweeted out that somebody stole my toboggan. Uh, do you remember what happened? Did you find out where the toboggan went and, and what, what was going on there back in 2016? I'm pretty sure I just tweeted that for the hell of it. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I don't even Twitter that much now. I, bet, I doubt I used it that much then. I probably use it more then than I do now, but yeah, that was just random. No, to- so there was no toboggan stolen ever. <laughs> Man, geez, absolute, absolute menace. <laughs> ne- next one, uh, you wrote out occupation, uh, Cali Muscles bodyguard. This was September 24th, 2015. For those that don't know who Cali Muscle is, could you share a little bit about, about who this, uh, this interesting human being is uh, for the people? I, that, that's the guy who just like insane. He just he's a lifter. I'm pretty sure he's juiced up entirely. Um, was there a picture on that? Uh, no, no picture associated. Yeah. So yeah, he's a he's a one of the massive human beings. I think he's like he's enormous. Yeah, muscle on muscle on muscle on muscle. And then um, yeah, got some got some fan questions. Uh, for you here so first one this comes from jambari uh he says who would win uh three silverback gorillas or three lions i'm guessing in a fight so who, who would you have and why uh that's a that's a challenging one i'd have to say silverback gorillas 
I just feel like the the inevitable use of their arms will help them a lot more than just the lines coming at them with their with their head, basically. Okay. The the so strength can, is in the smarts. What was yeah. that? I just feel like the use of their arms gives them gives them the advantage. I, f- I feel you with that. Yeah, that's like a big, we have a similar debate with that in my office of really that gorilla. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm glad that somebody asked this because this is, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. I think the gorillas are too strong. There's no way that the lines are taking them down. So yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, next one we have, um, this is from Jer, Jersman Throws. Uh, he says, what do you think when you're entering from the back of the ring uh, for the shot put? Oh, that's interesting. So it really depends. Uh, the serious answer is most of the time I'm building the throw in my head. I'm very visual, like when I'm doing that. And then, I mean, other than the basic, I want to kill everyone that is in this ring as well. Um, or stepping in that ring that day as well. Uh, it's basically just building the throw in my head and trying to basically nail down everything I'm about to go through and, and make sure that I have the throw built up mentally in my head. And then also just trying to get amped up more than I already am. Awesome. So and... We can all see that right after your throws, and we'll we'll get into that in a in a second for sure. Uh, and then uh, last one for you, one of the fan questions was, do you get nervous before meets? Every time, yeah. If you're not getting nervous, you probably shouldn't be there. Like, if you're, you're obviously not that you know bought into it. I mean, some people don't, and everybody's their own person. But I know me, if I'm not nervous, then it's, you know, it's just like, oh, I'm just here. What's like the most nervous you've gotten in in a meet? That I guess maybe that you can think of recently. Recent? Oh, so I know the absolute hands down most nervous I've ever been was in World Youth when I was in Cali because that was kind of the first time I'd been on that big of a stage. And like the like literally like a day before I was just locked in like listening to music, just breathing heavy, just staring off into space like what's going on. And then I think the day of like it was it was interesting. It's kind of like a pre, so if you see me before meets now, people say I look terrifying. Just cause like, like when I'm warming up and stuff, I've been told that, I don't know. Some people probably think that's stupid, but hey. Uh, but I think it's kind of just a precursor to what it is now. I get nervous before every big meet. I'm, I'm, I'm really nervous before regionals cause I'm always like, okay, what if I like scratch out or something here? Um, but, but definitely, you know, Cali, Columbia, 2015, that was nuts. That was just like, I made it here. I've got USA gear, I'm young, like this is really cool, but if I don't do good, what does it mean? So I ended up winning and had a great time, but uh, yeah, that would that would be the most, uh, other than that, then this year regionals would be the most recent one that I was really nervous at. Why uh, Why this year at, at regionals, was there any reason in particular where you were kind of, uh, kind of feeling it this year? Just cause, uh, so normally every regionals I am a little nervous. Um, typically it's just cause like, well, especially this year is like, I mean, if I don't do well here and I don't make it through, then uh, I don't really know what's happening to me. Um, but, you know, I locked in. I got it done. I did what I needed to do. But it's typically just the, like, what happens if I don't make it? Because everybody expects me to make it. I know I expect myself more than everyone to make it. So it's kind of just that that kind of whole dilemma that makes sense. No, yeah. No, get it for sure. Get it for sure. And so uh, let, let's start with what was going on recently. So obviously you're, you're just getting back home from pretty massive meet in Eugene. You've now won your second national championship, one in 2019, now here in 2022. Um, could you kind of take us through what that, that feeling was like, you know, when you, you heard that you were the official champion of the 2022 shot put uh, here in Eugene? Relief. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Finally got back to where I need to be. Sweet. 
Yeah. Because you know, in, in what, 2020 COVID happened, we were literally at indoors. This, this is the most annoying thing in the world, by the way. We were at indoors and they canceled it. Like we had warmed up with everyone there. It was like, why not just host it? Have it because everybody's already breathed everyone else's air. That was stupid. But um, so that whole year's bust. Last year, week before indoors, I, I uh, what was it? I tore. So if you guys know anything about football or Alabama football, to a, I, I had the same thing happen to my ankle that happened to Tua twice. So I, I had a high ankle sprain. I tore those ligaments between my tibia and fibia. And uh, I ended up competing there. It's terribly painful. And, uh, you know, last year was kind of just, it, it, I was dealing with that the whole year. I came back literally a week before conference and ended up making outdoors and got second, which is great. Was, I was very proud of myself. I was able to compete at uh, trials and do what I could do. Um, but I mean, that whole year last year was like, okay, before I got hurt, it was like, this is the year I'm, I know I can make the team or the Olympic team if I am on it. And then second I fell, I was like, great, cool. Just scrap. So this year, finally coming back and winning again, uh, indoors, you know, I competed well, I lost, it is what it is, but outdoors being able to kind of reclaim that title and come back from that injury was, it was, it was relieving and it was, it was nice. And it's nice to say, that, I mean, it just feels good. It feels like, okay, I'm back to where I need to be, and now I can move on, you know, to USA's and hopefully make this one team. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you mentioned it briefly there, like, you know, you've had, you know, going back, going back and forth. I mean, something that from my perspective that's been really cool um, has been the, I guess, the little rivalry. I don't know if it's how it, how it is for you guys, but the, the back and forth between you and Turner over the last yeah. few years where it seems like, you know, two of the guys at the, at the, at the top of, of the throwing game right now, you know, what's it kind of like, you know, you know, going, you know, going back and forth, you two, you know, who are at such a, an elite level in the, in the college throws. You know, it's been it's been a fun time. Um, it's always fun to have somebody who can be like that. Uh, unfortunately, Jordan redshirted this after year, and it's been really cool to see what he would have done in the mix. But um, it's always been really cool going against him, and uh, I, I've I've always appreciated. I've always really he's a great competitor. He's somebody that I know can always really he can always throw far no matter what. He's not somebody that I like. There's some people that I know if I throw far, it's going to get in their heads. I don't have to worry about it. He's not one of those people. So it's always really fun to go and actually compete with him. Yeah, he's he's shown, you know, I yeah. think it was on the la indoors last year or whatever. It was like, I think his last throw was the the national record. So it's like, oh yeah, this guy, you know, he's got the that championship mentality or the ability to do it. And yeah, so he, he matters. So I know that I know that if he's there, it's going to be a challenge no matter what. For sure, for sure. And so could could you kind of take us into what was going into this championship outdoors? I mean, for those that maybe not haven't been to Eugene. I know a lot of people, you know, know it as the, you know, one of the meccas for, for track and field, one of the big, the big yeah. places. Like, what's it kind of like, you know, preparing and getting ready and then, you know, going and competing in at a, at the national championship there? Um, it's always, you know, that, that stadium is pretty impressive. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's massive. It's beautiful. It's brand new. Um, and it always reminds me of when I've gone and been lucky enough to go overseas, it kind of reminds me of those stadiums. So going there, it's kind of, a, it's almost in a way daunting. You go there and it's like, oh crap, there's a massive new stadium. I, well, I've also been blessed enough to be able to compete at the old one. That was, a, that was a cool thing too. But I mean, I think the biggest difference from competing there to, uh, to other places, at least in the US, is a lot of the fans there are from there and they really care about track. So it's kind of cool going in there and you have a good, you have a good fan base there. Um, can't take that away from them. But it, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just another ring. Uh, if you if you get you got to simple it down every single time. It's just it's it's another track, it's another place to compete, it's another chance to you know throw farther. So that's kind of yeah. how I. Always... 
One thing that, uh, at least from the media standpoint, we've heard rumors of the the ring being being really slick. That it was that was really fast. I mean, you've now thrown there before. Could you? Is there any truth to that? That it's you know it's a, a fast ring, and you got to be you know a little careful when you're at uh, at Eugene. Uh, you know, it depends on the on the um you know the weather that day. When it when it's dry, especially this year, it was it was, it was a good ring. When it was dry, when we were just there. It was great. I like throwing in it. Um, I threw in it when it was wet last year, and it was fast. But at the end of the day, like you can't do anything about that. So I think you know how some of the people there have handled it is a little unprofessional. Um, but uh, you know, in terms of you know when you're at the meet and you have to kind of deal with it, everyone else is dealing with, you kind of just kind of take it for what it is. Um, but it is it is a fast ring when it's wet. But now that it's dry, I don't know if they acid washed it again. I know that. Uh, Somebody said they did or whatever, but right now when it's dry, I've only thrown it dry this year. It's it's felt great. It's a good ring. I like it. Yeah, I mean you, I, I would too if I if I won <laughs> if I won there. In all seriousness, like it's a, it's a good it's a good ring when it's so far as dry. But again, I haven't thrown one as wet since last year. I'm pretty sure they've updated it or in some way, shape, or form since then. But you know, it was dry at nationals. It felt great. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Well. Something that we've that all fans would would notice, or you don't even have to watch. You can probably hear hear it from you uh, at any track meet from across the track. Are, yeah. are the celebrations after the throw? Uh, I was talking to one of my friends, and he was like, "Yeah, you would think that trip PRs every single throw based off of the the screams that that you're seeing." Oh, you Kind of where'd that kind of come from, and you know the energy you're getting, you know, post throws. You know, when I was younger, so I, I've been throwing fun facts about eight which is a whole story itself. I don't have to go in that. But my dad would always be like, you got to grunt. Because he used to like, he, he's the one who like kind of got me into it. So I do it when I was younger. And then in high school, I don't remember if I did it that much. I don't think I did. I think maybe I did like, you know, just initially off the throw. But when I got to college, it kind of just was like, kind of want attention. And like, it, not even like a self, like not even like a point like that. Like, I'm not afraid to say that. Yeah, like, I like the attention when I get, you know, everybody into it. It, it gets the crowd active. But like, even now, like, you know, now I have to do this professionally and I have to do this for money. Like, I got to set myself apart some way because, you know, there's a lot of people throwing fire right now and I'd like to be up there. But, you know, currently I'm not up there. So I'm trying to get up there. But, you know, I've got a good fan base now just because of that. And, and it's fun. It kind of it makes it fun. Like, I enjoy doing it. Like when I when I have a good throw, I like kind of getting in everyone's face, and you know, showing everybody who I am. So it's fun. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen. Uh, I I was looking back earlier on one of the videos. I think it might have been from from Big Twelves, and it was like you threw it, and then like you're walking back to the. I think it might have been with your injury year, like because and you you came back and you're yelling like, and, like yeah. oh, everyone's like looking at you like oh god, trip trips back. This is this isn't great. Yeah, that was fun because so so if if that was last year then uh, that meet was uh so I literally not thrown a shot put until the Tuesday before that meet since my injury. Like I'd gotten off crutches the week before and like I had kind of just learned how to redo everything. So that was kind of like, I think I only took two or three throws at that meet, but that was just exhilarating. Like oh, it was yeah. great, amazing to finally be back and be able to like compete at least somewhat close to what I had been, that, been at. Yeah, that before. had to be pure adrenaline. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it hurt, it's like all, all those post-surgery throws last year were incredibly painful. Like that whole time was not fun. I <laughs> I could imagine. <laughs> like, it, it was not a good time doing all that, but I mean, it was it was cool. I, I had to prove a point. So, 
was it the th the foot that you like kind of land on or, or stand on at the end or, or was it the the one that flies off the like the pivot foot i'm not sure so it was my, it was my right leg and so i'm rotating it's the one i'm pushing off of the throw and then i do land on it so it was a freak i don't know if you've seen the video you can go on my yeah I, I i try not to watch it anymore yeah uh but i fall over the toe board and my foot gets caught behind me and i just fell back on it it was it was just weird like i couldn't do it like that it just happened it sucked but it was my against the one i pushed off at the end of the throw i know like so i was a, a vaulter and i i had a back injury from you know planting the pole when i was in high school yeah. and i know meant the, there was a mental block for me of just being hesitant of going up again yeah. because i was like i don't want to screw it up again like was there any hesitation for you when you're getting back into it like i don't want oh, yeah. this to happen again oh yeah so so indoors actually was kind of the biggest issues i had so indoors i hadn't had surgery yet at the time, I actually thought it was a lateral sprain. I didn't think it was a high ankle sprain, um, just from all the tests we've done and all that, which is weird. But I remember, like, I hadn't literally thrown whatsoever since my injury up until the day that I threw. So the day before, we were trying to do steps, and my trainer was just like, this is going to hurt really bad regardless. So she basically kind of just told me, like, your, your brain, is, this is going to sound kind of weird, I hate saying it, but your brain's like really powerful. If you tell yourself to do something and you're strong enough willed about it, you're gonna do it. Like if you hesitate, you're gonna hesitate, it's gonna hurt. But if you tell yourself to do it and you do it properly, it won't be as bad and you'll actually be able to perform the task that you're trying to do. So I kind of just got myself in that mentality. So before surgery, I'd already kind of tackled that, if that makes sense. But afterwards, I so I did it in a non-reverse drill is when, how I got injured. I didn't do one of those until this fall again. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine just, yeah, you have to have that mental fortitude of being like, okay, last time I was here, things went yeah. really bad. We're going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. It was like, cause, oh my God. It was like, it was really just the first day we came back. I was like, well, this is probably not going to feel good. And it's probably going to be a really shitty time, basically. <laughs> so I kind of was just like, I got to get through it. It was, it was really day by day. I mean, even before that, I was in, you know, doing rehab stuff with with my trainers uh you know four hours a day so i was every day was just like getting up and making sure to be like okay well we gotta keep going yeah well yeah so talking about indoor track so going back to this past indoor track you actually um your brother your younger brother is on the team uh patrick and something pretty cool uh, that i saw that you guys actually went one two at, at big 12s you know, yeah. you know what, what's that like? You know, one, having your younger brother be a part of the team, you know, being along yeah. one with you and then, you know, being able to go one, two at uh, at Big 12s there. Well, I mean, so there's probably a few people with siblings on the team. I know um, the Allens at USC are kind of a similar situation. It's really cool having your brother on the team. It is. He actually lives in this apartment with me. He's not here right now, but um, it's, it's nice having, you know, some of you know there all the time. Um, but being able to go one and two at conference, that was sick. Uh, it wasn't expected at all. I think he was supposed to get like sixth or seventh and he popped off and I do what I do. So it was, you know, it was really cool. That picture that I have uh, of us on the podium is something I'm always gonna have. I'm probably gonna frame it. So it was, it, was a, it was a really just awesome moment that, you know, not a lot of people get to experience. Was there any uh, nervousness on where he might've committed? I know you were in Texas. I, and I know there he was, you know, there's you know, obviously he's very talented or you always kind of like, nah, he's gonna, He's gonna go. He's gonna come here. Was there was any head? Uh, no, I thought he was gonna go somewhere else. Actually, um, I had always I'd tried to tell. I so before Coach Sion got here, my freshman year, I was like, just go where you want to go, do what you want to do. Coach Sion got here, and I kind of switched up. I was like, okay, you should come here. 
like that that whole kind of you know fall i was trying to sell him on it and he ended up coming here he told me before he actually messed with me him and, him and my teammate at the time bobby they're like yeah he's not going here and i was like oh it sucks they call me and then he comes here he goes oh yeah i committed and i was like why why'd you do that that was funny yeah but it, you know i was stressed about it i'm not gonna lie and i think he, he knew that too but i'm glad he's here i think he's happy with his decision and you know um, i think he has two more years of eligibility so you know hopefully he can get up on that that national podium like i have by the end of it yeah, you're, you're mentioning um you know with coaches i think i believe she still trains there but valerie allman with uh discus yeah so obviously valerie allman olympic champion uh you know in the in the uh in the discus you know what's it like having someone that in in your in a training group with you that is so you know so talented and you know obviously has won on the on the biggest stage there you know it's great um i think the the best way to put it is especially in my position where um she's been everywhere i've been like she's she's been in the position right where i am right now where there's a lot of uncertainty i don't know how much i'm making all that all that fun stuff with going pro when you're you know younger um, well, not when you're younger, but, you know, like in those early stages, it's been a nice, I guess, in a way, a resource, being able to ask her questions and get her advice. Um, but also just having her there and seeing how she she trains, how she competes and how, how seriously she takes everything. I think that's almost just as important because, you know, now I've got something to go off of. of like, she's doing it this way. This is how much success she's had. So now I'm able to kind of be like, this is how I need to be taking, you know, every single day, every single step, every single, you know, you know, practice, uh, lift, everything we do. It's, it's nice to have her there because she's a great role model and, and she's a good friend and all that stuff. So it's, 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 it's awesome having her here. Have you, have you taken any notes and thinking about joining, doing any discus at all on the pro circuit, you know, looking at what it is, or are we sticking a shot? I mean, no, <laughs> I'm done with that. My discus days are over. There all we the go. Asking me to throw discus, go to hell. <laughs> it's it's done. Is there, you just don't like it or is it like, you know, it's not your thing? What's, <laughs> I mean, it was cool in high school when I was good at it. I'm not good at it anymore. <laughs> like not, like this is how it is. Um, but I, I mean, I think when I got to college, I did, I, my freshman year, I didn't train for it as much. And then since then it's just kind of died off. Mm -hmm. It was never, I just stopped enjoying it as much, to be honest. But I mean, to everybody throws this is like Claudio, Lechna, uh, Sean, my teammate, all of them. They do great. And they, you know, they love it. I, I love watching it. I love watching all track events, to be honest. But, um, you know, it's not for me. I like to throw shot put. Yeah, with with well, Texas shot put has some some pretty esteemed history there. I think you're you're pretty close with uh, with Ryan Krauser. You know, one of the yeah. the greatest shot putters of all time. Like what's it have you do you guys connect very often and and you know what's what's that kind of a relationship like um so i don't i don't message him that much uh i'd say like i really don't to be honest but um when i see him in meets i always say hello he's always very friendly or cordial um he actually threw my shot at uh, trials last year um but uh yeah all that uh he's, he's a good he's a good dude i talk to him when i see him in meets he's always you know helpful if i have any questions and I'm sure now it'll be a little different just because now I'm his competition with, well, if he sees it that way, but yeah, <laughs> um, he's always friendly and he's always been nice and yeah, he's, he's, he's cool. But I, I wouldn't say like, we're not like, I'm not on the phone with him daily and I, I don't know if that'll ever be like that. Gotcha. Yeah. You're, it's going to be what, as of now. Yeah. Now it's the, all right, we're, we're going head to head <laughs> or against the, against each other. Yeah. So it might be, might be a little different. 
Some yeah. there's something that was really cool. Uh, picture from there's a good picture from indoors last year when you guys won the the national championship of just a, a photo of you just going insane, really celebrating with your team when you guys you know ended up finding out that that you had won. You know what yeah. what was that like being able to bring a, a team championship uh, to Texas there uh, indoors? Texas track and field men's had never won uh, a team championship, so that was insane. Uh, we went into that meet. I'm pretty sure we ranked sixth by NCAA or whatever. We expected to get sixth by all the people that said it. And that alone was, you know, I think after the first day when our DMR won, we were all kind of talking. Everybody was like, okay, we, we can win this. And I was like, guys, just do what you do. Like, stop thinking about it. But uh, when the 4x4 happened, we were, because I was, you know, A&T is great. They have, you know, Randolph Ross, their 4x4 is always insane. So that I was stressed watching that race. And then, you know, as the legs went by and, and uh, I kept seeing, you know, Brian, John, Willington and Jonathan kind of just do what they do and handle business. It, it, it was awesome. But we kind of knew we just needed them to finish the race at that point. It was great. Yeah, it was uh, it was an insane, insane thing. To, yeah. You know, being able to be coming in, not projected to, to win by pretty much everyone <laughs> or most people. Yeah. You know, and then being able to upset that, that had to be, you know, an awesome feeling. Yeah, and it's really nothing like it. Uh, that that team win is, I'm always going to remember that. I've got a picture, I literally have a picture of it in the back of my phone, just like me with the trophy. Like, I'm not going to forget that. Hmm. I mean, when I first got to Texas, I think we got like 30th at outdoors and we, we, we hadn't been top 10, I think, yet until this year. So it was cool. And uh yeah, and so so you mentioned uh, a little bit ago, you know, you're now turning into the pro circuit. You know, you got uh, you know, what's that process been like? I know it's obviously really early on and, and, and pretty fresh, but what's that kind of look like for you the next uh next little while here as you, you know, make that next uh chapter in your life here? Um, you know, it's stressful. <laughs> I don't know, you I don't know if you know anything about track money, but uh field events especially don't really get paid like that. So I gotta I gotta, you know, be one of the best to really you know, live comfortably or live how I'd want to. So I'm, I'm motivated as hell. But uh, uh, early stages, I just signed with an agent yesterday. Her name's Karen Locke. She's great. Um, she's been very helpful so far. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of people, been, you know, applying for grants and stuff. So we'll, we'll see how that all goes. But uh, in terms of like moving forward with, uh, you know, shoe deals and stuff, got to see how I do at USA's. That's kind of how that goes. Got to figure that out first. And we'll, we'll, you know, the, the, ball will keep, the ball will get rolling after USA's. When is uh when when do you throw like which day of, of USA's do you know uh, what that's gonna look like? Okay. Friday. Could be wrong. Uh, I'm I'm pretty bad at knowing when I throw. Yeah, when you'll show like, up there and they'll let you know. <laughs> you ask me the time, I'm not gonna know. I do not know what time I throw. <laughs> no, it's uh it's all. We'll we'll find out uh, as we get uh as we get a little closer there. That's that's uh that's all good. Yeah. And so um for here you know a lot of. There's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, high schoolers and, and athletes that are kind of just starting to develop and, you know, get get ready into into their next stages of their careers. Like, you know, when you look back at, you know, where you were, you know, when you were just getting started and, and throwing, what were some maybe pieces of advice or, or things you wish you had known, you know, as you were you were starting your, your throwing career? Oh, uh, definitely just have fun. Like, don't don't stress out about it too much. If you're not having fun with it, it's not worth it. I mean, that's that goes for me now. Like, if I didn't enjoy this, I wouldn't do this. You serious? Like college, like how much time I put into this through college and stuff. Like, you know, you if you're not having fun with it, why are you doing it? So I'd make sure you enjoy it. Um, depending on what part of your life you're in or what part of, you know, how long you've been throwing all that, trust your coach, uh, depending on if you have a good coach or not. Like 
You know what I mean by that. Uh, but, you know, trust your coach, trust your trainers, trust whoever whoever you find. Find someone or something to trust to guide you to where you want to be. And if you can't trust it or you don't trust it, move to something else. And you you mentioned, hey, if you, you wouldn't be, if you didn't love it so much, you wouldn't keep doing this. If you were yeah. not a thrower, what do you think you would be doing now, uh, nowadays, if you weren't continuing and being a professional thrower? Uh, you talking about, so like if I rewrote my life, pick a different sport or like, no, like, yeah, if let's say like, Hey, you're, you're like, Hey, we're, we're done with shot put. You know, like, I don't know. Would you, you know, what kind of, what kind of job would you want to have if you didn't, if you didn't want to be a, a pro athlete? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I like the idea of corporate sales and management. So I probably go into something around along those fields. I mean, I've had backup plans set up, so I like to know kind of what I would do. Mm-hmm. It'd be something in that field. Yeah. I, something that I've seen you, you've, you've talked about a little bit briefly in the past has been just the, I guess the, I don't know if you'd say like the business side of, of track and field or just the kind of, you know, giving people, you know, getting, I don't know, give, getting the respect that the kind of track has to, has to have. Like, what do you see as, you know, the potential for, you know, how we could in, improve our sport? I know a lot of people, you know, see there's some, some improvements being needed. I didn't know if there was anything oh, yeah. that you saw. I don't ever want to like talk bad about anyone or anything around they do, but I think the biggest, I think a big thing that we could do as a sport, especially in America, is we can market it different. I think just because of, you know, the top sports that are watched and followed in America are all team sports. They try to, you know, market track and field as a team sport and you, you can't really do that. I think a good, a good way to kind of, so I think a good avenue that like somebody could take or like USATF or whoever, you know, whatever, whoever marks it, ESPN or something, they could like kind of market it more like UFC where it's individual and it's kind of more head and neck and neck, head and head or head to head stuff. I think it'd be, be kind of cool to almost see like if they had like a press conference before the, the day before the race, the competition, like having all the athletes there together and see what they said to each other. I think it'd be something cool, make it more interesting. Yeah, I've always loved the the USC model for yeah. what track and field could be because I think there's a way that, I mean, they, they do it really well. <laughs> they're a, they're a, a massive company. Like why, why does yeah. that work? That's kind of similar, you know, do a, do a similar thing there. But if, you know, if I had like, it's kind of just like, I think right now they're trying to follow the model that works for team sports. And I just don't think that's gonna work for us, especially because, you know, following track and field in the team aspect is challenging. A lot of people, you know, if you're just watching TV, you don't know anything about track, you're not gonna be able to follow the team scores. Yeah. There's a ton of events and to be able to say, yeah, the, the guy that was long jumping, uh, he affects the way that the person that's doing yeah. the hundred would affects the. It's like, oh wait, wait, wait what's what's going on? It, it can it can be a lot. No, yeah, I, I see. What I can be able to follow that unless you know track and field. So it's kind of like if they could find a way. To, I think I just think if they could market it in a different way, it'd work out a lot. And I think you know, right now I feel like some of the bigger sports are kind of having a little bit of fall off, especially professionally. We we have an opportunity here to kind of get more popular in the United States. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm keeping our fingers crossed, my fingers crossed here too. Uh, we, we do get to that and being able to improve it, uh, you know, day by day, but, uh, Kurt, thank you so much for, for joining us. I uh, really appreciate you taking the time to share with us, you know, the national championship and your story, how you got here. Uh, where could people go if they wanted to learn a little bit more about you, um, you know, and, and follow your, your, your journey along. Just follow my Instagram. Uh, my, my handle is, uh, pip trippery 44. Uh, it's like P I P T-R-I, P-E-R-I, and 44. There's no spaces or caps. Um, I post a lot of my story. I always post how I compete, how I do it beats. Um, and sometimes I, you know, ask me questions. I might start, I'm probably going to start doing lives and stuff. And then also I might start, I'm probably going to start streaming on Twitch and stuff like that. So 
everything you want to follow me follow what i do i always announce on my story and stuff so just follow me on instagram and uh yeah nice what games could we see on on twitch potentially Ooh, anything anything y'all want just just send me message send, send me ideas uh, i gotta set it all up first and all that and then you know i gotta get a schedule so likely anything newer like something like that or i mentioned at some point i might start doing something on tiktok just to get to do something on tiktok but that probably won't start till close to the end of the season or at least after you know usa's and worlds just because I'm, I'm very busy right now i gotta focus on that but For yeah sure. just, you know from there you know if, if you want to follow me that's that's the best way to do it right now awesome well thank you so much trip really appreciate it and uh thank you to everyone who's been listening this has been another episode of track world news if you want more content go and follow us over on instagram uh and uh, at track world news we post content almost daily there and then give us a subscribe uh, on youtube uh here at track world news uh that's gonna do it for us have a good one peace